Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We're recovering the movie Clerks, one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkash. And today we're covering Minute 16 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest snowball minute ever. And we are joined by a guest from Good Times, Great Movies. Doug is here to explain this movie to us. Oh, and you got it right. <laughs> well, I figure you're on a whole week. I should get it right at least once. Yeah. It's good to start out with a good get right. It's not like I wrote it in my notes right before we started. <laughs> no, no, right off the top. So we are uh, we're actually outside the normal purview of your movies because you're sticking. Are you sticking? Have you done all '80s movies at this it's point? It's been all '80s movies every single. I mean, we're we're biweekly, so I mean, we're only in the '50s now after two years of doing this. Uh, but yeah, we've stayed completely in the '80s. Yeah, uh, as soon as I saw, when I pulled up your iTunes feed and saw the movies, I'm like, this podcast is for me. <laughs> I think out of the first dozen, there's like, um, you know, Three Amigos is in there. That's right. I think there was uh, one of the, oh, Rocky Four is in there, mm-hmm. which uh, God knows I know a lot about Rocky Four. I have another podcast uh, called Slycast, where oh, we cover really? all the Stallone movies, one movie at a time. Oh, okay. So, I'm I'm pretty into that. I love that idea. <laughs> I am well acquainted with the uh, with Rocky Four. Yeah, Four's pretty out of control. I mean, just the robot. I could talk about the robot alone for a good hour and a half. <laughs> well, could. if you listen to Slycast, you'll listen to me being attacked by my three co-hosts because I'm the only one that likes the movie. Oh, uh, no, no. We we both actually enjoyed it. It's it's silly, but. It, that's what it's supposed to be, right? Well, that's what I always said. I always said Rocky 1 and 2 take place in reality. Right. And then Rocky 3 and 4 take place in some sort of strange heightened reality. And then 5, you just forget and about then, it? Or? Yeah, 5, I try to forget <laughs> happened. Until I come in and tell them I'm a fan of 5. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Then I, get up, then I get upset and we can't podcast for a couple weeks. Right. And then he yells at me and hangs up on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta say, I don't. I think I saw five when I was in about fifth grade, and I have no desire to watch it ever again. No, you're you're fine. You're, you don't have to watch it again. Great, great. All right, all right. So minute sixteen starts with uh, Veronica introducing Dante to Willem, and ends with Veronica telling us who snowballed Willem. <laughs> um, there's no way to sugarcoat it. We are talking about some interesting things this minute. We're talking with Willem Black, who we met last minute, played by producer Scott Mosier. Uh, And as we discussed before, he gains about 200 pounds before the next movie (laughs) when he's played by Ethan Supley. (laughs) Even though I think in the View Askew timeline, what is it, Mallrats is the day before this? I thought that's what you said last time, was the day before this. Yeah, I think it's Mallrats is the day before this. Okay. It's got one of those weird Indiana Jones timelines. Where like it doesn't seem necessary for the movie to be out of order, and yet it is. <laughs> so, uh, what are your thoughts on Willem Black? <laughs> I was going to say full stoner. He seems like John from Cheech and Chong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know if he was stoned or if there was just something wrong with him. Just something <laughs> mentally wrong. I love it when he's walking out and he's looking in the mirror and bumps into the, the rack that has the newspapers in it. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> I, the person that came to my mind wasn't Chong. Was uh, 
uh, now I'm not going to remember his name, but uh, Christopher Lloyd from Taxi. What was his? Oh, Reverend Jim. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Where he's just like, uh. <laughs> like, because he seems functional. He talks. He just looks like, yeah, either he's really stoned or has had a traumatic brain injury lately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even Reverend Jim had a little more energy than this guy does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like Reverend Jim's even uh, less capable cousin. <laughs> And he's wearing a Charlotte Hornets hat. Uh, Chris, why don't you tell us everything you know about the Charlotte Hornets? Uh, college basketball team. You are not right. What? Wait, what? <laughs> college basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, I like probably, to do. I mean, I, I don't know when. I don't know when that team was established, but this is the the mid nineties. I mean, that. Yeah, I went to look deal. it up. I know. Yeah, they were founded in eighty eight. Yeah, oh, they had okay. been around, but. Yeah, I know that my wife liked the color of it and used to wear the jacket. That's how yeah. bad all I know. Yeah, they had that. You know what the bad part is, Chris? I'm 99% sure I asked you last week the exact same question. <laughs> no, you didn't ask me. I said basketball last week. I didn't say college. Oh, you went vague last week. Trying to... Yeah, I went vague last week. <laughs> yeah, because I remember this. I told you how they became the other team left. They became the Pelicans, the Bobcats. I told That's you right. all this. That's right. You did tell me all this. I, this I think you <laughs> I think you might be stoned. <laughs> I know they're from North Carolina. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> well, that just means that you have a better grasp of geography than you have of sports. <laughs> All right. So she said she went to Seton Hall. All right, Chris, I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself. Where is Seton Hall located? New Jersey. Yes, it's in New Jersey. <laughs> we do live in New Jersey, in case you were wondering. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Yeah, we're only, what are we, we yeah, what are we, like an hour from where this is? Maybe a little yeah. more? Maybe a little more. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm just over in Philadelphia, so I'm not that far away. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. We're not oh, far from you at all. That's, that's, Chris, that's Chris's old stomping ground. Yeah, oh, nice. I grew up in nice. Philadelphia. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, come on, you know, I'm not letting you off the hook to say in Philadelphia, buddy. <laughs> I can't tell anybody I'm from Philadelphia. I lived in Kensington. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Nobody yeah. listen how, what percentage of people listening to this understand why that's fine? Right. Well Jeff maybe <laughs> Jeff maybe explained it the one time as you know the streets you see on the news when you're near Philadelphia, that's okay. where I grew up. <laughs> I I usually tell people if you saw Rocky, it's where Paulie lived. Yes. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Except that's back when it was still like okay. Right. It like it didn't get better after that. I actually, oh, uh, no, no, nothing the... changed. It just all sort of dilapidated from that <laughs> yeah. point. I went to the gym in um, Creed that he boxed at. Okay. Yeah, on Cambria Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's where I was. <laughs> did, you get, did you get a couple uh, rounds in? Did you spar? <laughs> I did. I, I boxed every year. <laughs> you had Maybe. to if you lived down there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Veronica mentions that she left Seton Hall and transferred to Monmouth to be close to her man. Um, yeah, there's a word for that. I think the words might be codependent. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a little stalkerish, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we established earlier they're probably – well, he's 22, so she's probably 21, 22. That's a pretty big step for me to transfer from uh, one university to another. Just to be close to him, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, I I assume she flunked out or something happened. You know, that's just the story she tells people. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's like the same Rose. reason. I love like, Rose's uh, response. 
Uh, that's beautiful, man. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful, man. Yeah, is it like telling somebody, I was going to be a professional baseball player until I hurt my knee? <laughs> right. <laughs> also, I don't know much about either school, except that I have heard of Seton Hall, and I only know Monmouth, probably, from this movie. And from KYW telling us where the tra- traffic jams are, that's where I know it from. Yeah. 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 I mean, just in passing, probably traffic, like you said. I mean, yeah. I've, I've heard of it. I've never been there. I've never driven by it. Now, I, I don't yeah. even know exactly where it is. Yeah. I, I make it a, a habit to try not to go any further north in New Jersey than where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah. So, Veronica, from about 20 seconds into this minute until the end, starts sounding very nervous. When she's talking. She sure does. It's like she's talking to the police. (laughs) Like she gets like that. I mean, I guess it's just good acting. But she's that, oh, you know, I just. But the funny part is she doesn't need to be nervous. Dante knows nothing. She could have just kept her mouth shut. And she she doesn't need to tell him this story. She doesn't doesn't need to tell him the story. She doesn't need to fess up to the fact that it was her. Like, she doesn't need to do any of this. Yes. My my major note for this minute, all in bold, is why does she volunteer the nickname Snowball? Yeah. Even if you – you could have told either story and probably have been Mm -hmm. a little safer. You could have told the Snowball story and left yourself out of it. Oh, sure. Or you could have said that you – had relations with this guy and he would have been pissed but not as pissed as it's like he stumbles on it <laughs> instead of you right. just telling him she right. could have got out of it by just saying oh yeah Sylvan did it <laughs> yeah, yeah never which is what I would have done that's exactly what anybody would have done exactly yeah or I just heard this I just yes. heard it from somebody that, she doesn't even need to use any names <laughs> yeah I don't yeah I, I'm just dumbfounded when she just drops that name just like oh yeah that's Snowball you open up this entire can of worms. Everything that happens mm-hmm. for the next five minutes is your fault. Right. Do you think she's trying to make him jealous? Do you think she, in a weird way, wants to make him jealous? Well, or I think am Chris... I reading, am I reading too much into this? No, I think uh, Chris discussed earlier, there was uh, parts of the script that were cut out uh-huh. where the Caitlin Bree things brought up earlier. Mm-hmm. Yes, before this even happened. It was okay. Like, so if... If that she was going to be in the script, so she knows that he's already, right. you know, talking right. to his ex. Well, that's she said she called you last night, didn't she? And that, okay. and that brings up a whole a small conversation, but they cut that out of the Which is a good cut, but it does make this scene weird now. Of like, why right. are you doing this? <laughs> if you were gonna, if if you were gonna do a second pass on this, I think what you would do is you would have it brought up another way. Either Dante knows the nickname already, or this guy mm-hmm. says it, or he somehow puts them together instead of her just volunteering this information that he doesn't need to know. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. (laughs) And I mean, he gives at least two outs of like, first of all, not saying anything, but then when he says Sylvan can be talked at anything, all you got to say is she sure can. Yeah. That's a shame. She can. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he gives you the perfect out. You got to know that he's a baby and that he's going to flip out about this. She jumps right in and says, why do you say that? Like stupid. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only reason to have to bring this up, I guess there's a couple reasons. One, you want to pick the fight. Right. Which is possible. Because I mentioned they had had a fight previous to this that he lost. Yeah. Or maybe you're feeling him out to see what he's into. 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but like, I, I, there's it, other ways to do that. I mean, <laughs> uh, I'll give you the uh, the 21st century equivalent of this: sending somebody something disgusting or dirty, and then writing LOL after it. <laughs> That's the uh, the Jim Norton approach. Yes, you like <laughs> yeah, this yeah. or not? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I, I'd really like to have a threesome with your sister. LOL. <laughs> and then if they're and then this he this was in a, a stand up and then they write back and go, You're a disgusting pig and he's like, I was just kidding, I wrote L O L That's right, that's the way to do it. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, he gets disgusted. She sounds like she's talking, you know, she's like under the hot lights of the, the police precinct for no reason, bringing Sharing it totally on herself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's very strange. Yeah, and I think with the minute ends with she, which the, what's the last line? It was like, no, I did it. Yeah, I think no, that's I, the last line, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I snowballed him. Yeah, that was yep. it. All right. So, does anybody want me to read the Urban Dictionary <laughs> definition of snowball? <laughs> well, if anybody hasn't seen this movie and is listening to this podcast, they have no idea what's going on. So, I think you better. Yeah, I, I <laughs> think it's I think it's important because in, in a weird way, and I'm not saying that I go to porn sites a lot, but <laughs> I I've never really seen anything like this referred to as snowballing other than in this movie am i am i wrong am i misinformed here this was definitely probably the first time i heard this yeah and then i mean i've heard it subsequently since then oh, see, but i, I think, haven't it is used, but, n- but, but not, it's not in that context it's different but it's, it's in the context of like usually breaking somebody's stones about something <laughs> right or, but not in the I, like i've never I've never in my life had a discussion where a man or a woman mentioned this. Right. Because okay. I feel like this is the type of thing that if someone was involved in, they're not telling their friends. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here, you know what? I'm going to read you two definitions that are on here, and you'll notice the subtle difference between them. So here's definition one from Urban Dictionary. Mm-hmm. Um, snowballing is passing come back and forth between two or more people's mouths. As it gets past, the amount of saliva and cum gets larger and larger, or snowballs. And the well, that makes defi- sense. So here's the sentence. <laughs> I blew a load in my fiancé's mouth, and then we snowballed with it. Ugh. Now, there's a second um, definition that's slightly different. This one is, when the man comes in the woman's mouth, and she pretends to swallow, and then when she goes to kiss him, she spits it into his mouth. <laughs> 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 that's pretty great. <laughs> So that one is way more entertaining. So this, <laughs> the sentence for that one is, man, Megan gave me the best BJ last night until she snowballed me. Oh my God, that's so that's great. like a that's like a little bit of gamesmanship there. <laughs> I think she wins at that point. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you say? I mean, I mean, you just tip your hat at that point, right? Like, you, you got me there. Sure. That's a good one. Yeah. I felt after you come out of the bathroom, after you wash your mouth, that was so... <laughs> <laughs> After you're in there, like Ace Ventura, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. The toilet brush. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, according to what uh, Veronica says, he definitely was definition number one. Oh yeah. Well, he said. Um, even Dante says he requests this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's definitely a big difference. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. He's totally into it. She even says, you know, that's what he gets off on, and so yeah, he loves it. <laughs> Again, we we talked about this earlier about when the number of sexual partners came up. Do not bring up a subject in front of your significant other that you're not going to be comfortable having a discussion about. No, you better be ready. That involves 
number of former partners, who they were, and what you did with them. What possible yes. good can come from these conversations? <laughs> no, no, exactly. Because even if you're curious, you're not going to be happy with whatever the response is if it's truthful. <laughs> right. Because let's say your, your uh, whatever, girlfriend has had 20 partners before you. Right. And you're dumb enough to ask the question like, am I the best you've ever had? And no. she says, but what if she says yes? Are you going to say, I'm the best? Or are you going to immediately think, she's lying? No, you know, you know she's lying. That is statistically improbable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, if somebody had to be in there. Like, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen, you ever seen the movie Trainwreck with uh, oh, yeah, Amy sure. Schumer? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. at one point they say that. They ask, is this guy the best you ever had? She's like, no, that other guy was the best. And she's like, the guy that was the best is in prison. And she's like, yeah, but I think he's getting out soon. This is the last like four to five minutes of this movie is just people making poor decisions. It started with Dante and now it has gone to Veronica. And just like Dante started digging a hole and couldn't get out, she's about to do the exact same thing. Only her hole's a little deeper. Yeah. It's about <laughs> about, oh. about 37 feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't have any other notes for this minute. Do you have anything else, Chris? <laughs> No, I think we covered everything in this minute. <laughs> All right. So uh, if, if you're looking for us, we're over at uh, Twitter and Facebook at uh, Jane Silent Bob Minute. Uh, go over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Um, you can also catch me at Slycast, the Sylvester Stallone podcast. Um, where can they find you at, Doug? Uh, you can just go to goodtimesgreatmovies.com. Everything's there. You can find us on iTunes, too. And you can follow on Twitter at GTGMCast. All right. Well, we are out of here. We're going to let Veronica keep digging this hole because we're not even supposed to be here today. Just so bad to be yeah.